Have you guys noticed that you can't go anywhere without seeing designer this or designer that, even designer furniture? On my social feeds and celebrity homes, it's everywhere. Have you seen how expensive these are? Well, if you want the sofa or recliner or bed that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends, but without the designer prices. Oh, and they're well-made, too. It's the whole package. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. The following program is intended for immature audiences only. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Good evening, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander here at italknet.com and also on WMCK.FM and Fayette TV Channel 77 as we broadcast live from the Phil Giannetti Motor Studio high atop High Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Chip a call at 724-785-6800 or stop by his website, philgiannettimotors.com. Well, Tonight I'm working in my new studio. I'm actually standing up instead of sitting down, and I haven't done something like this in years, so I'm looking forward to doing a show tonight. And on the phone line, we have a hypnotist. That's right, the Hollywood hypnotist, America's celebrity hypnotist, Kevin Stone. He is the master hypnotist and a board-certified hypnotherapist. Kevin's world-famous hypnotherapy clinic in Los Angeles helps hundreds of people daily to improve their lifestyle for the better. Kevin Stone travels worldwide presenting the funniest full audience participation live comedy stage hypnosis show in America. And he performs at major theme parks, fairs, convention, colleges, and corporate events. So on the phone line right now, we have... Kevin Stone. Kevin, how are you doing this evening? How are you, Bill? And I'm so honored. Uh, I love that opening intro with yourself. Thank you. Friends call you Bill, so I'm going to consider myself your friend. Thank you. Thank you. So... I, I, I was looking at your website, and it says you're the Hollywood's hypnotist, America's celebrity hypnotist. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of words to speak in one sentence, isn't it? Um, what does it mean? Well, I'll tell you how it all started, Bill. Uh, okay. Uh, 
I didn't dub myself the Hollywood hypnotist. Uh, I was just a regular guy doing therapy uh, after graduating college to do this. And I believe Access Hollywood is the one who kind of caught caught that name and it's kind of attached and we've been using it ever since uh, and it was on a piece that uh, Matt Damon had stopped smoking and the word got out and oh, okay you know how the media can be once once something gets out like that and <clears throat> they all wanted to know who it was what's going on and and so that's what happened and from that point forward uh, I became the Hollywood hypnotist so you you said that you went to college I didn't know you could go to school to become a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist Oh, absolutely. There's some great organizations uh, on the East Coast where you're at, uh, which is called the National Guild of Hypnotists, it's the NGH. They have a great curriculum and a great training program. Uh, and there's one here in California that I went to, which is the Hypnosis Motivation Institute in Tarzana, California. They're one of the only accredited colleges in the entire nation, the entire world. And uh, that's the curriculum I decided to, to get into. I ended up eventually becoming board certified through the National Guild and, and received more certifications through that training program because I graduated from college, went to there, and just want to get all facets of hypnosis. And these are the two organizations that I feel that are you know, the best ones to study from. Okay. And what do you, what do you learn about when you go to school for this? Well, it, you know, here's the thing, and, and to me it was kind of, um, it was very fascinating and very interesting, and, and I'm an analytical bill, so for me, everything has to have uh, scientific evidence, proof, it has to be, you know, relatable, you have to understand it, and of course, everything that the word hypnosis conjures up uh, puts that, you know, mystery into it, it's an unknown, you see in the movies and television how it's sensationalized, and you're controlling people and they're sleepwalking and you know they're doing all these things and so i thought it was fascinating to to really learn and understand how this concept works and why it works okay and so i signed up for the program they offered like a 101 program was a basic course and what ends up happening is you learn how to actually hypnotize people hypnosis is done with words it's a sentence structure that is put together that your subconscious mind then understands and puts you into that sleep-like state. Hypnosis is not sleep. It's a higher awareness of suggestibility. And so you learn different techniques in the program on actually how to hypnotize people, and and that's it. That, that, that You basically go from there. And then, of course, you learn therapy. You learn the modalities. You learn other adjuncts that help you as a if you choose to become a hypnotherapist. Of course, I've, I've done both avenues of what people know hypnotists for right i'm a comedy stage hypnosis uh, hypnotist which travels the entire world doing the comedy stage hypnosis thing and i also um have my private practice in beverly hills uh as a hypnotherapist and both of those have been uh for my career very well and uh have really put my name out there to be that guy if you want to change things in your life because of the techniques and the modalities that i've worked on for the last 25 years um, have allowed people to make those changes rapidly. Now, the one thing I want to know is when I think a hypnotist, I think of someone that's on the stage with a group of college students and he puts them under and he makes them do things that they wouldn't normally do. 
Is that what hypnotism is, or is it more in-depth than that? Yeah, it's way more in-depth than that, but that's the perceived uh, illusion okay. of what happens. And, you know, I just I just got back from Kansas State doing that exact thing you just described. <laughs> so, uh, and, <laughs> and it's a great school, so shout-out to uh, K-State. Uh, great students over there, great curriculum, great program over there. Um, but, no, that's, that's the appearance of what happens. You see, in a stage program with a really, really good stage hypnotist what he's doing is he's guiding these people to allow their inhibitions to be gone and their personalities come out and their creativity come out for whatever suggestions he's giving and that allows them to be free and to enjoy the process of what is actually happening and and unlike uh, a lot of stage hypnotists what i do with my program there's also an educational platform underneath the comedy and so what I end up doing is not only teaching people how the power of the mind, this natural, organic process happens, but I also strengthen their subconscious mind and whatever changes they want to make. So if they want to stop smoking, they want to lose weight, they want to increase their earning power, they want to uh, 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 be better at sports, whatever it is you want to change, the applications of hypnosis are able to do that if you allow it to happen. Okay. So in other words, you pretty much have a have to have an open mind and, and it cannot be resistant to the whole idea. Exactly. Exactly. If you're resistant and you want to shut it down, it's like anything else, Bill. You're just not going to receive the benefits of okay. what it's offering. Now, does the medical profession look at this as, um, as a true true type of therapy or do they look with you with a hairy eyeball going well we don't really understand it depends how hairy that eyeball is Bill. <laughs> but, <laughs> but i'll tell you uh nowadays it is it is accepted okay. it is acknowledged uh there i'm on staff at two prestigious hospitals here in los angeles white's memorial and cedars uh, on staff as a hypnotherapist. Okay. Uh, but back when I got into this 25 years ago, it was taboo. It was, yeah. you know, medical field rejected it. Um, it's kind of like what the chiropractors went through back in the 80s, late 90s, where it was a rejection. They didn't understand the holistic, organic process. And so what one doesn't understand with ignorance, they ha- we have a tendency to reject. And so that was the same thing when it comes to hypnosis. And believe me, Bill, I was kind of sitting in that camp because, look, I'm originally from from the East Coast. Okay. And the mentality on the East Coast of where I grew up was just very, you know, uh, uh, was very Catholic and very religious. And, you know, this stuff is just the, the work of de- demonic and it's evil. And that's how I understood it as well until I really opened up my mind to it to understand the applications of how I can change my life. And the first change for me being a huge skeptic, being a huge analytical, and wanting to understand how the science works with this, which there is real no true answer, but we get pretty close to describing what it is. The first thing that I did to control my negative behavior was I stopped biting my nails, and I was a nail biter for about 30 years. Okay. Okay. I have the same issue, just to let you know, but okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can easily help you with that one. That's the easy stuff in hypnosis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, there, now your your practice itself, 
And I know you can't uh, mention names because of uh, privacy, but how many people do you see on an average day? Uh, average day, I'd say on an average week, we're looking at about a hundred, up to a hundred. Yeah, and, and then I mean, that's weekly. And then, how do you fit in your um, your performances at college campuses and stuff like that? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I also have others who work in my clinic. Okay. And so when I'm touring or lecturing, uh, and I'm not gone for a long time, you know, it's one or two days and I come back. Okay. So, you know, we kind of fit it into the scheduling. Because it sounds really interesting to me because uh, it's been 35 years. I actually saw a hypnotist. And, of course, I'm sitting in the back of the room being very skeptical about it because I'm going, nah, these people, he talked to them before the performance, and he told them this and that and the other thing. And then all of a sudden I'm going, hey, I can see this actually happening. And then now in this region, we actually have – we had one individual who was doing TV commercials to help people stop smoking and do weight loss. And I and and I actually know someone that went through the smoking sensation program, and it actually worked for them. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's the results. It really depends on the individual, like we talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah, it depends on you. Uh, the hypnotist does not have any powers, uh, you know, uh, juju juice, uh, you know, powder, whatever. <laughs> you could bottle it and sell it if you did. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. It can be like the old medicine men there back you in go. the days peddling that crap, you mm-hmm. know, air tonic and all that kind of thing. Right. And so, and I, and I say that in jest because, you know, back in my day, getting into this field, people categorized us as that, and they still do to this day. And there's people listening to this program who are still skeptical like I was and you were. And, mm-hmm. you know, what you just said was brilliant because that's exactly the thinking because our analytical mind, our, our logical mind is looking at something that does not look believable. Right. And so when we can't find justification for that in our own mind thinking system, then, it, then, then we discount it. It's that simple. And so you're absolutely correct. You sit there and you watch these things happen. The, the hypnotist gives a suggestion, and then the person acts that out. And you think, wow, that's amazing power. That is amazing ability. And, of course, movies, television have a tendency to sensationalize all of this with, you know, how we hypnotize people with hypnodisc and watches and crystals and all this. And, yes, you can use all those tools, and all those tools are very effective but not necessary because hypnosis is done with words and the sentence structure that talks to your subconscious mind, if one allows it, and then it changes the bad behavior to positive behavior. And I tell people all the time, Bill, you know, if what you think the misconception is of a hypnotist is, right. look, right. I wouldn't be working for a living, Bill. I just go to my local bank every day, hypnotize the tellers, <laughs> fill up the money bags, drop them in my car, and go speed off for the day. You know, go to a restaurant, hypnotize people, bring me all the food I need, and it doesn't work that way. You know, because if it did, I guarantee you people would be doing that. But we don't see that because it's not a reality. Okay. It's only reality in the movies and television. And so, you know, that's there's a power behind it, but there's no power. The hypnotist has no power. I I possess no power. I'm a guide. I'm a facilitator. I'm a person who gives you tools, modalities, and I change your thinking 
from where you want to be to where you want to go. Now, that's what hypnosis does. That's the tool of hypnosis. Now, a question for you, because I'm, I'm going back to watching TV in the late 70s, early 80s. And there were a handful of episodes on the TV program MASH about them hypnotizing people to go back into their childhood and then bring them back to solve a problem that they may have dealt with that's affecting them now. Right. That's called a regression. Okay. And it's, it, they use hypnosis as the gateway, as the door, to get that person into the regression, just like past life regression. There's different, different modalities that take you into the regressions, and so hypnosis is one of the mostly used uh, modalities to help people to get where they need to go. And so that's what that is called, a regression. Yep. So do you do that, too? Do that too? I do. I do, and I have a great story. If we have time, we'll get to it a little bit later, okay. possibly, okay. on a story uh, from a lady uh, in Connecticut who came to see me in my earlier career days here in California and how that whole thing worked. So when you perform to, the, uh, to an audience, what is the average age that you're hoping is sitting watching you? Uh, anyone. Oh, really? uh, I've performed at fairs, festivals. I, I'm the guy who Disney... Walt Disney World and Land okay. brings in okay. uh, because I'm a very family-friendly oriented program. And so I'm, I'm able to hypnotize children, adults, whoever's in the audience, I'm able to do that. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, um, and so um, this whole idea of becoming the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the hypnotist to the stars, yeah. you made the comment about, um, was it Access Hollywood that made the comment? Yes, Access Hollywood dubbed me a Hollywood hypnotist. They brought me in. Uh, they heard about a smoking, uh, stop smoking uh, a thing that I did with one of the celebrities. Okay. And the word got out. And I think it was actually released on Leno at that time. And uh, they heard about it. They wanted to bring me in. They brought me in for an interview, kind of what we're doing here now. Uh, it was, of course, on Access Hollywood Live TV. Right. We actually hypnotized a couple of people of the staff of Access Hollywood at that time who desperately wanted to stop smoking, tried everything in the world, and they brought me in. And so we did a whole interview of that. I think that video is up on a YouTube and on my website, hypnotist.com, where you can actually check out what we did for them. And that's how it all started. That's how I became the, uh, the Hollywood hypnotist. Uh, but I was already... I was already hypnotizing a lot of celebrities prior to that. The word just hadn't gotten okay. out. And, and it shouldn't have because, again, in all therapy, uh, it's, it's confidential. It's private. You know, it's something very personal. And so it's not something you want to broadcast or tell people about. It's just what we do. Right. And, and to me, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity. I mean, my, my main clientele is everyone. But what I'm known for is my work with uh, major celebrities, major sports figures, sports teams, um, and all of that. And so everyone has issues. We're all human. We're all the same people. Well, I find that interesting find that that, interesting um, that, that um, you're working with stars working with or, or, celebrities, or celebrities, but you made the comment that you're working with sports teams. What work would you be yes. doing with athletics? Wow, there's so much with that because with uh, athletics, they always want to stay what they call is the zone, okay. right? Which is really a, a hypnotic state. It's self-hypnosis. And so they always want to be in that focused, higher awareness state where, again, you take a basketball player. 
what they want to do is, again, they want to visualize, imagine those free throws. And they want to be able to get that free throw in every single time because those points could matter at the end of the game. Uh, but who wins or loses? Right. So they want to not be distracted. And you know how these some of these sporting events go. They just, the, the, the fans are just, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. And they do things to distract the other team. They do all kinds of things to, to, to you know, interrupt their focus. And so what they want to do is they want to be able to stay focused, concentrated in the zone, and be at their maximum potential of playing that sport. Okay. I, I just wondered, I'm thinking about it here, uh, being in the Pittsburgh area, we just lost a uh, an individual by the name of Antonio Brown who just went out to Oakland. And right. I really think you need right. to probably do some type of hypnotism with him get him back to get him back to where he needs to be because he's totally out there right now. Well, have his people call my people. We'll set it up, Bill. We'll make it happen. Because it's just for, for the for the fans of Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh. Well, we I'll, lost I'll him. Do that for you. We gave him away. I mean, we literally gave him to Oakland. But Oakland right now is dealing with some problems because he doesn't want to practice. So it's, oh, okay. it's just making yeah. it's just making things interesting. So when you yeah. do hypnosis and you you have done it on a handful of TV programs, when they show you doing it, in some of the situations you're doing it over the phone. Yes, and that's how I do most of my uh, therapy now. As really? Well, because again, you know, you mentioned earlier in the program how are you fitting in therapy and. And, and lecturing and doing the shows and traveling right. and all that's very time-consuming. Uh, yes, and so I devised a system about 17 years ago where I could maximize my time and the people coming to see me's time, where they wouldn't have to get in their car, drive to my office, get in the office, and do all of that you know laboring stuff. By the time they get there, they're exhausted and you know they you know they, they don't want. Do therapy. Okay. So I do everything on the phone, which is just as effective, if not more. Over the years, it's increased, and of course now that's just how I do things now. So some of the celebrities you've dealt with, um, are they done in person or, like you said, over the phone? The majority of them. It depends. Uh, it, you know, it's like getting anyone who calls me. It's not just celebrities. Again, I'm open to whoever wants to access the 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 tools that I have to offer to give people. So it really depends on the individual. If they want to come see me, I come to my office. Okay. I have the office. Come on in. You know, if they want to do it on the phone, we'll do it on the phone. If you want to Skype, do it on Skype. Do it on Zoom. However they want to and they're comfortable with that, that's what we do for them. Is hypnotism even times, Bill? I've made some house calls. Is hypnotism covered by health insurance? I'm sorry, Bill. You broke up a little bit. Hypnotism cover what? By is it covered by health insurance? Covered by health insurance. Yes and no. Uh, it depends on the insurance uh, and who the who that is. Okay. Uh, mostly, I would say no. Unfortunately. Because um, I think whenever you start getting into that that uh, avenue where they're actually seeing it, like you said with chiropractors, that's when it becomes mainstream. And uh, it's kind of interesting to see you've been on TMZ, People, you've done radio, you've done TV, TLC, Fox, Disney, everything, and you are t- actually talking to celebrities. I mean, Denise Richards thinks you're exhilarating. And I mean, getting that from her is kind of amazing. I mean, for goodness sake. Um, (laughs) But you were on the tire. Go watch that. 
you know, that's one of the video clips you can actually watch on uh-huh. my my uh, my site, YouTube, and or my my um, website. Uh, you can actually see that program where she had her program called the Denise Richards Show. Or yes, to that effect. Then when she was going through that tough time with Charlie Sheen and all of that, that was the height of all of that. And uh, she had come to my office. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it away. Go look at the video. It's uh, it's pretty fascinating to watch and what she wanted to do with it. Because I was going to ask you if if you saw her during that whole situation with Charlie and the kids. Um, because yep, that, that would have ta- that would have taken a toll on anybody's life. Oh yeah, absolutely, and that was part of it. But mostly, she wanted um, a specific thing that can be. It's kind of rare. I don't think I, I. I think maybe I've done a handful of cases on what she was asking for. Okay. Um, but yeah, go check out the video. It's awesome and uh, very unique. Um, and what she wanted to make those changes in. And the website... And funny. It was actually funny. And the website... I mean, funny in a good way. No. And the website to check those out is hypnotist.com, and you can check everything about Kevin. Now, the other thing it says here that you also lecture. And when yep. you lecture, are you lecturing on the benefits of hypnotism, or what are you lecturing on? Yes. All the benefits of hypnosis, how you can apply this to your life okay in again most of most of the lecture i do is for fortune 500 companies and again getting those companies on point of where they want to be so hypnosis is that tool uh self, and i teach them self-hypnosis i teach them other tools to get the employees focused of where that company wants to go to reach their goals for that particular year okay and when you do hypnosis is it a, a, a form of I almost maybe brainwashing or mind control, or is it? it it's just. <laughs> yeah, I love those questions though, because uh, <laughs> that's what people think, and you're well, laying it out there, and I love it because I was thinking the same way when I first got into this. I'm like, my gosh, that's just brainwashing. That's just like you know, you're getting inside there. It's, it's not good. You know, right. it doesn't seem to be good. Um, so the answer to all the above is no, because again, I can't do anything to anyone who doesn't want it to happen. You have to be intelligent. You have to think. You have to allow it. You have to be open for the process to work. And again, all I am is a guide. I'm a facilitator. I help you to go into a deeper state of hypnosis because all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. And we go in and out of hypnosis about a thousand times a day. That's how natural state it is. Common forms, Bill, driving in your car, listening to the radio, the window's open, it's a great day, there's a breeze blowing, your hair's blowing out the window, you're listening to this radio program, you're feeling good. Okay. And then you realize your exit was three exits I back got you. somewhere. Okay. Right? How many people have that experience? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's hypnosis. Reading a good book, watching a good movie. Um, I had a great conversation with uh, the great film director of uh, Titanic and other amazing movies, uh, James Cameron. Yes. And we did a private event for him, and, and it was a great thing, and he was still fascinated. And a lot of the questions he had are exactly what you're asking and what I asked myself when I first got into this as well. And I, and I looked at him, and I said, I, said, I said, Mr. Cameron, I said, you know what? You have some great questions, but what you don't realize is you are really a hypnotist. You don't even realize that. And he looked at me in shock. And he goes, how is that? How is that? 
I said, because the movies you direct, what you do and what you add to it, the gifts that you have and you add to this process, allow us to fall into that reality. And that reality is not real. Because what are we doing, Bill? We're watching a bunch of flickering lights uh, up on a, on a screen of a story based on true events. Well, in this case, it happens to be the Titanic, right? Which is a lot of accuracy in that movie. Right. But there's a lot of um, uh, what they call dramatic license that mm-hmm. happens in that movie as well. And so that stuff wasn't real. But we all walked out of that movie crying and affected emotionally and thinking, my goodness, this is horrible. And so James did his job as a hypnotist by allowing us to have an experience and taking us down that rabbit hole and allowing us to be there. But we had to allow ourselves to be there first. And so he did his part, we did our part, and the goal was achieved. Okay, That was one of the top grossing movies in the entire world. I think it still is. I don't think anybody's beat it. Um, what I think is interesting is when you explain it that way, it, it makes sense that, that when we're doing something and we just let our mind go with that something, that is a form of hypnotism. Because you, you're relaxed, you leave stress out of the picture, and you're able to actually feel that in the moment. Right. And, and, and that's what you're able to do. So I'm taking it you're able to do that with just your voice. That's it. It's done with words. It's done with, with, you know, a lot of people think, oh, to be a hypnotist, you have to speak in monotone or you have to have a low voice and you have to sound mysterious. Right. And you have to just allow people to go into a hypnotic state. And some people are probably starting to feel that way now because that's what we're conditioned to believe okay. by movies and television. However, no, just like your program right now, Bill, guess what? You're a hypnotist as well. Because what happens is people tune into your program mm-hmm. like they are now. They start to listen. They start to gain a rapport with you right. through your voice because they don't really see you unless you're putting videos up on YouTube or wherever you broadcast. I think you said TV. Yeah, there, do. we do some TV. Yeah. And so, you know, they're really listening to your voice. And what brings them back, Bill, is you. Okay. You and your personality, the way you speak, the way you handle your program, that's all a form of suggestion. And that's why people continue to come back and listen to your program, which is a win-win for everybody. Right. They get something out of it. You get something out of it. We all win. And well, I mentioned to someone today that I was going to be speaking to you this evening. And I said, um, you're a hypnotist. And they said, oh, he's one of those guys that takes a pocket watch and waves it in front of people's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, movies and TV again. Uh, that can You, you can't hypnotize people because, again, hypnosis is about a focused, higher awareness state. Okay. So back in the day, the hypnotist would take out their pocket watches because all the men and traditionally a hypnotist was a male. Now it's everybody. Everybody can be a hypnotist. I mean, there's even, you know, young adults who are hypnotists now. But they want you to focus on a, on a specific thing. And so back in the day, they take out their watches, and that was what was allowing them to focus on that one thing. A lot of the uh, stage hypnotists or other hypnotists you may see live, they may have you stare at a spot up on the ceiling or on the wall, or they always have you focus on something. That helps your mind to uh, listen to the hypnotist's voice and be guided properly into the state. Okay. So when I'm in my dentist office and I'm getting drilled and I'm staring at the speaker above my head and I focus on that, I'm being hypnotized. 
You're hypnotizing yourself. Yes, okay. go into a deeper state. Absolutely. Okay. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly I, – I train a lot of dentists. Oh, okay. Uh, my specialty is in TMJ and helping them with the pain and what happens with that. There's a lot of people who have TMJ out there. Oh. They don't know what to do with it because there's no medications. There's no nothing that really can help the discomfort. Hypnosis is a great tool that facilitates helping that process of eliminating and or minimizing the discomfort. It, it, what you're telling me right now is you're taking the, the, the uh, I don't want to say the mystery away, but I'm understanding more of what hypnotism isn't than what it is. And I think that's that's even more important because I'm going, okay, I can see where this can be very beneficial to a lot of people in a lot of situations. Absolutely. And I, I love what the word you just used, Bill, because, yes, we are taking away the mystery. That is my whole mission okay. for 25 years, to take away the mystery. There is no mystery in hypnosis. Again, TV, movies, uh, newspapers, they sensationalize what it is, and it really isn't. And I've been, I've been on that soapbox for 25 years. That's my whole thing. That's why I go out and do the lectures and the stage shows, mm -hmm. to educate, uplift, and encourage people to understand a natural, organic resource that we do within ourselves and to refine that and utilize that God-given power that we have to change their lives in whatever area they think about. Interesting. You're listening to Online with Bill Alexander with yours truly, Bill Alexander. On the phone right now, we have hypnotist, the Hollywood hypnotist, Kevin Stone here on WMCK.FM and also on Fayette TV, Channel 77, and streaming live at italknet.com. So, Kevin, you've been doing TV appearances. Um, one of the uh, programs is Teenage Mom. You've done stuff on, on MTV. How do they approach you to say, hey, we want you on the program. I know that on the Teen Mom program, you had a client that was actually being featured on the program, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And so how, how it ends up working out is, like everything else, it's word of mouth. They hear about the success in the work that I do. And so what they, they think about is, oh, our next episode, our next show, I think that um, our celebrity wants to change something. So they go to the celebrity, ask the celebrity what they want to do. And so the celebrity says, well, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And they call me up and they say, is this possible? And are we able to film this? I go, absolutely. And so that's basically how the process works. Okay. And so I'm, I, I became that go-to guy because of my success and how, again, not just with the celebrities, but my success in hypnotism in general. I'm pushing about a 98% success rate with just about everything you can think about that one wants to change in their oh, life. Wow. And what mostly uh, hypnotists are known for is, uh, like you mentioned earlier, Bill, stop smoking, losing weight, right? Yeah. Those things I still do, but that's not what I really do a whole lot of uh, anymore. There's so many other things that people have discovered on how they want to change your lives and, and the small things to the big things. And so that's just, you know, how it's becoming more mainstream with people and more accepting. And it's not this mysterious, hocus-pocus, uh, you know, fearful thing that we should all be running towards the hills on. I watched the clip on Teen Mom, and she's laying in a bed, and I got a kick out of watching the camera people 
in the room as they were reacting to her, not to you, but to her. And I thought that was kind of interesting because they were skeptical, but they were in the room with, with her watching what was happening. Right. And I'll give you a little insight. Here's a behind the curtain view on all this. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because there's another program that I did uh, called Celebrity Fit Club. And that was a pretty big program. I think it ran for, I don't know, like 12 weeks or 12 series or something to that effect. Okay. But they brought me in because all the celebrities at that time, there's a lot of them. There was uh, uh, Joni from um, Happy Days. There was... uh, the Screech guy from uh, back. Uh, Saved by the Bell. Programs. There you go. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's all these celebrities in the room. There's like eight of them. And they were all, you know, high profile celebrities doing this program. They were trying to just get better lives. They were trying to clean up their lives from their drug abuse and their addictions and um, all these type of things. So eventually I got brought in and we hypnotized all of them. So I'll tell you this story. Uh, and and because you brought up the camera guys on that that episode of the MTV, so what happened was they bring me in. And it was kind of a hectic day that day on on that set. So I go in and uh, you know we go into the the set of where they're going to get hypnotized. There's a bunch of recliners and we set everything up. Well, back in those days, it was a six camera shoot, and okay. the camera's a little bit older, like million dollar handheld cameras on top of your shoulder. Nowadays. With technology and everything, everything is just so streamlined. It's unbelievable. But the story goes like this. So I forgot to talk to the crew because I generally talk to the crew when I go in because what ends up happening, if you're in the same room as uh-huh. I'm doing the hypnosis, okay. guess what's going to happen? You're going to get hypnotized. You're going to hypnosis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? So that's why when I do hypnosis over the radio or on TV, you don't actually see the full hypnotic trance right because people go into hypnosis i used to get phone calls three o'clock in the morning my time going oh my husband watched the show and he's in hypnosis how do you get him out <laughs> so yeah there was a lot of that going on so we stopped all that so anyway long story short we go in and i hypnotize the celebrities we get into the whole thing and behind the curtain was one of the camera guys with a, a million dollar handheld camera on top of his shoulder well Guess what? He goes into hypnosis and falls right through the curtain, face <laughs> forward, boom, smashes the entire camera, and dead silence is now on the set. And everybody's in awe. Like, what just happened? Okay. Dead silence. Okay? So now we've ruined this million-dollar camera. The director was not happy. The producer was not happy that day. Um, and this guy went into hypnosis because I forgot. So fast forward, every set I get on, every place that I go, I'm very careful about, you know, telling people – you will not go into hypnosis because you're here to help me do my job. And in this case, if it's TV, you're here to shoot the, the, the video. And so the MTV piece, you saw how they shot some of the video guys reacting yes. to her. Well, I had to do the same thing. Tell them that they could not go into hypnosis. But some of them afterwards told me they felt that they were going in, but they remembered the suggestion I gave them not to go into hypnosis. Okay. That's the reaction that you're watching. Okay. Because I thought that was really interesting. And, I, okay, so you made a comment earlier because I said I bite my nails. Yes. Would you be able to do that while we're on the program right now? Absolutely. Is that is that what you want to do? Sure, let's try. I, either that or weight loss. Let's do the fingernails. I think that's easier. <laughs> or both. <laughs> 
have you ever been hypnotized before that you know about, Bill? Uh, like I said, about 30 years ago when I saw the uh, the one when I was in college. Okay. So that's 30 years ago. That was your experience. 35, yeah, sure thereabouts. Okay. All right. We'll go with the 30, Bill. Sounds better. So, um. <laughs> well, I've been, on the, I've been broadcasting for 35, so it goes back about that far. All right, there you go. And you're still biting your nails to this day? To this day, but it drives my wife crazy. I would think it would. And I think, again, if you really sit and think about it for a second, Bill, a grown man uh, putting his fingers into his mouth, biting his nails, and he's, you know, it just doesn't look right, right? Right. I do it when I drive is when I do it. Is that the only time you're doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you see the association right there? Only when I drive. That's like a lot of the smokers that tell me. I, I don't really smoke a lot, but when I get behind the wheel of my truck or my car, that's when I start to smoke a lot. Oh, okay. And a lot of your audience listening right now are going, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yes, I know. Those are what we call associations. And when you build up those associations, it becomes an automatic. Do you remember uh, Pavlov's dog? you know that story? Yes. Yes. Okay. The- so, uh, I'll give you a brief thing for the listeners who are not aware of the Pavlov's dog. Well, back in the 50s, this scientist called Pavlov invented this behavioral scientific experiment where he tested it on a dog and the dog would not be hungry unless he rang a bell when he would ring the bell the dog would salivate therefore the dog was hungry and that's the only time the dog was hungry so he changed the dog's behavior and that's how we utilize that and therapists all over the world since that time understand a little bit more about behavior and how behavior can be changed and what they need to utilize as modalities and tools to facilitate that well, hypnosis is direct access to that. So the magic number that they came up with at that time was 21. And so when you establish something 21 times in a row, it now becomes an automatic. Okay. An automatic where you're not even thinking anymore, just like what you just said. I only bite my nails when I'm sitting and drinking. Why? Because you have anxiety, you have mm-hmm. stress. However, the, this started for you 30, 35 years ago is probably one of those areas. And so, therefore, it's an automatic for you now. You don't even realize you're doing it unless you actually stop and think, gosh, I'm biting my nails again. I don't want to do that. Right. I'm an adult male, and people are watching me bite my nails in my car. It's like picking your nose in your <laughs> yeah. car and people looking at you. Yeah. Well, nowadays, you're going to get on YouTube for that, right? Okay. I never <laughs> so, thought of that. I never thought of that. There you go. See, what I'm doing to you now, Bill, is I – it's called environmental hypnosis. Okay. I'm giving your mind suggestions of aversion. To start thinking when you don't have to think about some of the things that could be happening to you if you want to continue this negative behavior. Okay. And it's negative behavior to you. I'm not judging the behavior. You're just telling me this is not something I want to do, and it drives my wife crazy. Well, does it just drive your wife crazy, or does it drive Bill crazy? Okay. Okay. So the question, Bill, is, is it that you really want to stop, or you want to stop for your wife? Actually, I want to do it for both. Okay. Well, the main thing is you, just like the smokers. I get a lot of people in. Uh, wh- why are you here? Uh, my wife forced me to come here. Okay, I can't help you. Right. Why? Because what we talked about in the beginning, I can't. I don't have magic power. I don't have an ability. I don't have a, a, a buzzer. I don't have voodoo dust. I, it, it doesn't go away unless you want it to go away. And like I'm doing now, Bill, I'm giving you hypnotic suggestion, and you're not even aware of what's happening, but I'm doing that to your subconscious mind. And I'm telling it what it needs not to do as opposed to what the behavior has been for 30 years of your life. Okay. And some of that aversion, it's called aversion therapy, 
of what I'm giving you is, again, I've given you some imagery. I've given you some concepts in your mind of you doing this. And you're even going, oh, yeah, that's, that's not what I want to do anymore. Right. So guess what's happening to your subconscious mind? The information's getting in, and you're allowing that positive behavior to remove the negative behavior. Again, mind is like a computer. And so it only does what you tell it to do. So in this case, 35 years ago, you told it to bite your nails for whatever purposes and whatever reasons that was. Right. Right? Right. Now you can tell it the same thing. I want it to stop, just like a computer. Okay. That's how powerful the mind is. So it's basically all what, behavior. So yeah. basically what you're doing is retraining the mind that to stop the negative behavior by putting in suggestions of why it makes it negative. So you can concentrate on that and not on the bad habit itself. Rewiring your hard drive. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. That's it. It's that simple. And you need tools to do that. Just like a mechanic, when he opens up the hood of your car, he knows exactly where to pinpoint the problem. Oh, I got a knocking sound. He knows exactly what that is, a, a real good mechanic. Right. And so he knows what that is, but you don't. I don't. I'm not an expert on, on working on cars, but I could be. I can go back to school, be, a, be a, an auto mechanic, and do it very well. Okay. Anybody can. Right. You see, whatever you believe is what you become. That's how powerful the mind is. Oh, okay. And so, oh, okay. And so since I choose not to become a mechanic, I became a hypnotist. Okay. To help people, to, to, to allow people to learn the tools to help themselves. Interesting, because I, I I would have never I would have never thought of it that way. Now, when you do your public performances, do you do exactly what you just did with me by explaining these things to your audience? Absolutely. You see how entertaining that is, and and a lot of your listeners are just glued now into what's happening. Why is it because of the soothing sound of my voice and your voice? Well, maybe, Bill. Right. You know that's that's probably a percentage. I can't discount that. But no, it's because it's fascinating. And the way that I share the information is a very entertaining, uplifting way where it's not monotone. It's not boring. It's like your show. Well, from what your, your introductory was, I was like, wow, this is an exciting show. I know nothing about your show. We just kind of you know, got together and you guys, your, your people call my people. Right. We called you back and said, yeah, we'll do your show. It sounds fascinating. It sounds like something we want to do. Okay. Because it's uplifting. It's, it's, it's entertaining. It's helping people to help themselves in, a, in the way that you do it. And that's right up my right in my wheelhouse. It's exactly what I do with my programs, not only with my therapy, because therapy isn't boring and exposing secrets and oh my gosh, you got to look in the mirror and I, you know, I'm just not good. No, it's not. This is that's not how should therapy should be. Again, everything that we do should be fun, uplifting, because we want to do it. And so, yes, absolutely, all my programs are basically the same. The way I'm talking to you now is exactly who you see when you see me. If we were just talking off of air, I'd be the same person. Okay. So your persona that you're dealing with with me right now and with your clientele would be basically the same? Yep. You're okay. looking at Kevin. This is Kevin right here. Okay. Kevin doesn't change. Yeah. Now, in the beginning of the program, I made a comment um, about regressive hypnosis, and you said you had a story about that. Oh, I'm glad you brought that back. I've come full circle. Excellent. Yes, I'll tell you a really quick story. So earlier in my career, I'm trying to find my way. I'm trying to understand things. I'm, I just got out of school, and I'm trying to open up my uh, put my shingle up at a, a small private office up in the valley in California, and I'm trying to make my way and trying to make a living off of this. 
and thinking, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And so it started. It just, again, you know, I usually use the line because people always ask me, Kevin, how do you, how'd you become so successful? Why did you become so successful? Well, I use the line from uh, Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner. Okay. Build it and they will come, right? Do what you love and the rest will fall into place. I'm passionate about what I do for a living, Bill, because I get to help people help themselves. It's not me. I'm giving you tools. I'm giving you modalities. I'm giving you, I'm throwing everything at you because you want to make those changes in your life to be successful in whatever area you want to be in, successful in. And so this lady earlier in my career comes to me. Uh, she calls me up, and she was from Connecticut and a very, very wealthy woman. And so the story goes, she had heard about me and my success here in California and some of the celebrities I was doing at that time. It was still minimal, but she had heard everything about me, and she said that she wanted to come and see me because she had been to every specialist in the world. She had, she, she had Money was no object, and she had gone to all parts of the world, all parts of the country, seen every person imaginable to help her with her shoulder pain that she had had at that particular time was going on 35, 40 years. So she hears about me says, no, nope, I, I think you're the one that's going to help me uh, get rid of this pain. And I said, okay, fine. And um, she, I said, she said, money's no object, so whatever you need, you tell me what I need to do, and I will do that. And I thought, wow, okay. So we made the arrangements. She comes to California, and how she felt that this pain was in her shoulder was from a past life oh yes and so i said to her i said well i'm not necessarily a believer in the past life regressions there's no scientific evidence no proof and again we go back to our earlier conversation bill um i, I need to see that i'm that skeptical i'm that um analytical mind that needs to have that information just like when i got into hypnosis it was the same but when you watch it work and when you watch it work on yourself then you have to become a believer. Right. But at that particular time, I said to her, well, I'm not necessarily a big believer in this stuff, but if that's something that you truly believe, I will regress you, and I'll take you into that past life, and we'll make those discoveries as we go along. She says, great. I'm open to anything. You're the one. And I said, okay. So she comes out. We get her into her past life regression. Well, her story goes basically, it's almost like out of a storybook, which she was traveling at the time from the East Coast to the West Coast, back in the day when the, when the West, the Wild West, wasn't even developed yet. And so they get about midway point, probably right about where Kansas is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they basically get into this traditional cowboy and Indian fight. The wagons get into a circle to protect themselves, and the fight breaks out. Well, she's cowering in the, in the back of the covered wagon, and through the canvas comes this fiery arrow and shoots her right into the shoulder. Oh, okay. So, medical technology back in those days was not very good. Right. So, they get the arrow out, her scars heal, but she has tremendous pain, and of course, back in those days, they didn't really know what to do with it, so that's her story. So, we take her into the past life regression, and we heal her mind with the information that she was holding on to through this past life regression, and lo and behold, Bill, she is now healed. Wow. No more pain. Gone. Eliminated. Now, did I do anything? All I did was guide her, help her where she needed to go 
to get to that point okay. where she needs to release that negative information, just like your nail biting, yep. and replace it with positive behavior, so therefore, no more pain. That is really interesting. That's the simplicity of it. It's yeah. that simple. So, so you're in a lot of ways, you're just a facilitator to get the person to be able to relax enough to deal with these situations. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep, if you want to sum it up that way, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> if, if and I have I, skills, tools, and abilities, just like, uh, just like uh, a coach uh, right. uh, training you to be a football player, a basketball player. Absolutely. That that is that is really interesting. And what is your success rate for the most part? About ninety eight percent. Ninety eight percent. I mean that's that's awesome. That that really is. I wish uh, more doctors that I saw had that high of a uh, uh, success rate when dealing with certain situations. But uh, well, I'm only successful, Bill, because the, the the person coming to see me wants to be successful. You see, I can't be successful unless they want to be successful. Okay. If they want to fail, then I fail. Now, yeah. the other thing that I'm thinking about when you mentioned this, and we I mentioned the dentist earlier in that, but have you? done the hypnosis for people that are carrying pain that doctors haven't been able to diagnose it and you're able to help them release it because more of it is a mental situation than it is a physical situation yeah that's an excellent question and the answer is yes but the answer is no okay because i will not treat any pain with anyone that's not diagnosed okay okay yeah it has to be diagnosed by a medical doctor and that way I can proceed with my work. And in conjunction with the doctor, we can continue to pinpoint and eliminate and or minimize that pain for that particular person. Okay. Because, and that would probably be beneficial since you're sitting on um, the staff of two hospitals then. So you're able to consult. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I, I find that really interesting because I can see that being the future of healthcare. Because I think the mental side of it is just as in, just as important and just as damaging as the uh, physical side. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's so many things even now. Even I, if you know, even I sit and think about some of the changes I want to continue to make in my life because of my mental status of certain things that I want to hold on to that are not beneficial to me in my life. Right. We all have that. So you're absolutely spot on with what you're saying, Bill. Yeah, there is. It's all mental. And so, again, it's like a golfer. That whole game is mental, right? Yeah. Any golfer will tell you it's a mental game. And so if you get your mental game in order and on point and on focus, like any athlete, really, but golf is more known for that, Right. Um, you'll succeed. You'll win the game. So we talked earlier about you dealing with athletes. Do you work with athletes that are going through a slump? Absolutely. Oh, that's one of the biggest calls. Yes, because, again, they they want to get back on point. They want to get back to that winter circle. They want to get back on that that high, so to speak, of being at that level of performing. And and you're also dealing with individuals like celebrities that are that are uh, doing self-destructive type behaviors, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Yep, addictions. Yep, all of that. Interesting. So... What, what do you have coming up next, either TV or performance-wise? TV. Let's see. Uh, I'm in my college uh, phase right now. Like I said, I just did K-State uh, last week. Okay. So I have a couple more colleges coming up, not only locally here in California, some of the big colleges, uh, USC, UCLA. Um, so I have the college run, TV. 
Uh, I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, stay tuned to the website, and you'll see the, the current TV shows that are going to be coming up. Okay. Because I actually think it would be interesting to give you your own program and actually do this on a uh, either a daily or a weekly basis. Yeah, I would love that, Bill. And we've sat down uh, over the years with a concept show, with, 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 with all of these ideas. Uh-huh. It's just getting Hollywood to, to pick it up because – um, you know, e-entertainment TV and stuff, they have like uh, the Hollywood Psychic and they have yes. all these other things. And and you're absolutely correct. I mean, uh, my camp has been trying to push this for years. We've come up with uh, and we've shot um, what they what they call promo shows uh-huh. to show them the concept of how it is. But it just it hasn't really reached that pinnacle yet of where it needs to go. But I agree, whether it be me or somebody else, to really allow the public to understand the natural organic resource of hypnosis. That Absolutely. Is, I've learned a lot tonight and I appreciate you taking time talking to me. And um, I think it'd be fun to have you back on the program um, sometime in the near future. So we can talk more about this because I can guarantee when I'm done with this tonight, I'm going to have more questions for you. Oh, absolutely. I would love that, and I'm so humbled by this experience. Let me ask you one thing before we go, Bill, because I know our time is getting short. Uh, Do you feel like you're hypnotized today? Do I? Do I? (laughs) How do you feel when you're hypnotized? Um, That's a good question. Um, Okay. Do I feel relaxed? Do I feel at ease? Yes. Okay. But I feel feel that way every time I do this program. Yeah, absolutely, because again, remember those associations we were talking about. Yes, those are the positive associations you relate to doing your program. Okay, so let's do a quick, quick thing to show you how hypnosis works, right? Okay, Just so you can really get a concept and maybe blow your mind and your audience's mind, right? Sounds good. When I ask that question to people, people go, um, "No," and again, I tell them to be as honest as they can. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. Look, I've been doing this for 25 years, though. Yeah, I've been. I was in. I got into this in the times where, again, it was taboo. You know, I came from a family, a religious Catholic family that, you know, what are you doing, Kevin? This is the work of the devil and all of that. <laughs> and so the resistance I had <laughs> and still have to this day, this is why I get in programs like yourself, Bill, to promote and have people have an understanding and an educational uh, value of what this organic process is. Okay. It's not anything that we, we've known it to be. So that's my whole, that's my whole soapbox push right there. Okay. But I'll tell you what, you said you were sitting down? No, I'm standing up, actually. No, I'm standing up, actually. Okay. Is, you, can you sit down? Yes. Yes. Okay, sit down for me. Okay. Okay. How do you feel? Feel good. Feel good? Yeah, you should. You know why, Bill? Why is that? I just gave you a direct suggestion. You accepted it, and you're officially hypnotized. That's how simple it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how easy it is. That's simple, all you, right. You could have resisted me. You could have sat there with your analytical mind telling me, Kevin, what do you want me to sit down for? And now I can't sit down. And you come up with all kinds of reasons and excuses of not wanting to sit down. Right. But you sat down, and you willingly sat down. Why? Because I bypassed your critical factor, and I gave you a direct suggestion, and your mind accepted it, and you did the action. Okay. That's hypnosis, Bill. That 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 makes all the sense in the world. Kevin, I really appreciate you taking time tonight. And I'd love to talk to you again in the near future. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. and can't wait to talk to you again. Uh, thank you very much, Kevin. Kevin Stone, the Hollywood hypnotist from hypnotist.com. Thanks again, Kevin. And I hope you enjoyed that. That was, that was fun. I really enjoyed myself on that. Um, 
I, I've been skeptical of hypnotism, and I think it's because of the way we see it portrayed in media. But talking to Kevin tonight, it made more sense. It's actually what we can sort of deal with on a daily basis. Like he said, driving in the car, getting lost in the car, but being safe in the car. But being able to uh, have those processes where you're actually just in your own thought. And it's kind of interesting to be able to do that. So again, Kevin Stone, thank you very much for joining us. The uh, website is hypnotist.com and uh, we'll have a link to that on our website, italknet.com. Coming up next week, we have former Indianapolis Coast I can speak, trust me. Uh, <laughs> coming up next week, we have former Indianapolis Colt. Uh, Sean Harper will be on the program next week, uh, Tuesday night. We'll be talking to him about his career after football. And that's going to wrap up tonight's show here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander, here on WMCK.FM and also on Fayette TV Channel 77 and streaming live at italknet.com. Everybody, you have a great night. We'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything. So you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.